0: Hello and welcome to What Goes
1: Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. I'm Riley Clark. And I'm Trevor Jensen we are back with episode 34. Trick or treat.
0: It's spooky season, boys and girls. And we got another treat for y'all. Because it's the Monster Mash. They did the Monster Mash.
1: Yeah, we got a (laughs) a monsterful story for you tonight. It is, again, another story that we have found on the No Sleep Reddit forum. Shout out to them bangers. Headed of Spectre. Well, huh? Yeah, Header of Spectre. They
0: come up with the
1: best names. Yes. And this story is titled, My Brother and I Went Hunting. Something Followed Us Back. <laughs> now, if you know me, you know I'm an avid hunter. And my dad shared his hunting story with us on our Merry Christmas episode. That's so creepy. It was, so, I don't, it was so
0: weird.
1: I have read a little bit into this story, but I don't know exactly what happens. I want to call that story Stumpy. And as you know, we love to relate things back to things that we've already covered before. See? Just my dad's hunting story. I don't really have anything of my own. That was creepy in the yet. woods, but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's yet to happen. But, 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 but. What do you got to say?
0: What are you thinking? Do you think your dad saw a Yahweh?
1: Ooh, what's that? Like a god type creature? Maybe I Amen. don't know. Maybe this is like the same creature. I was well, going I don't know. I haven't read like what the creature is or I haven't anything read like that. Crap about the story yet? Yeah. So I mean, let's let's stop talking about it and dive right into <laughs> Without it. Without
0: further ado. All
1: right. Again, read. this is my brother and I went hunting. Something followed us back. Posted by head of specter. Ask enough hunters in the Appalachia and sooner or later someone will tell you about the deer or as some folks call them, not deer. Most folks say they look more or less like normal deer but there's always something off about them. Something not quite right that you can't fully put your finger on until later. Usually it's the legs. Some folks say they're on backwards. Others say they walk on two legs or their whole heads are on backwards, while others still can see it in their eyes. Something that sets them apart from the rest of the herd, something that can even make the most seasoned hunters turn tail and tear. A lot of people explain these things away by reminding us of the simple fact that deer are weird fucking animals. There's a modern image of a deer as their graceful, tranquil things when... Really, they're just remarkably stupid, surprisingly aggressive, and most of the time just plain strange. I always figured that a lot of the supposed sightings of decor can be chalked up to that, although after some of what's happened recently, I'm not quite stupid enough to straight up stare that there is such a thing. I've seen them too, and I know what I saw was one of them. There was a very clean line between the regular kookiness of your average deer and those things out there that are very much not deer. I've seen what's on the other side of that line. I've seen more than my fair share. It was only about a month or so back when my brother Arlen and I headed out for our own little weekend hunting trip. It was near the ass end of August and it would be our last weekend together until Thanksgiving, so we wanted to make it count. Right after Labor Day, we'd head back into the city and back to our studies at UGA. A little weekend hunt was more or less tradition for us, and had been ever since I'd left home. It was a tradition I'd come to love. Arlen and I had been hunting with our dad for most of our lives, and while he was getting a bit too old for it, the two of us were still in the prime of our youth. We visited our spot, a little hunting ground out in the middle of nowhere, and we came to really rough it for a few days. Arlen and I had shot the shit as we parked the truck and uploaded our stuff into the little cabin we usually rented. Our little trip was off to a normal start, and before the sun had gotten too high, we'd made our way into the woods to see what we could find. Things were off to a decent enough start when we found tracks not too far away from our cabin. They were fairly fresh, and using them, we crept up what must have been a group of 4-6 to deer. Given the small size of the herd, that probably meant we were on the trail of some bucks, and that could only be good for us. We kept quiet as we tracked the animals, and for a good while we stayed on their trail, slowly gaining on them as they wandered the woods. It couldn't have been more than an hour or so before I spotted movement through the trees. Tall, proud horns moved against the foliage, and I watched them closely. From the vantage point, I counted about four bucks. They seemed not to notice us and gazed lazily as Arlen and I studied them before planning our shots. From my angle, I could easily put a bullet in its heart. It would be quick and probably painless death. Arlen was a good shot on another one of the bucks a little further away. Its body was positioned just right, as if we'd timed it perfectly. We might have gone home with two bucks on our first day out. Not bad haul at all. I steadied my rifle as I brought it on the heart of the nearest deer, and my finger rested on the trigger, ready to pull it before the damn thing moved. Its head shot upright as it had heard a noise, and its eyes fixated on me and Arlen. We were hidden in the foliage, so it really shouldn't have seen us so easily. Smelled us maybe, but not seen, yet it stared at us at the same time. I mentioned before that some folks known Dior when they look in the eyes, and looking into the eyes of that buck, I knew something was off. It's hard to fully describe, but the color seemed wrong. The eyes looked blue, but vibrant. Ice-cold blue. Beside me, I felt Arlen tense up, and I knew he saw exactly what I was seeing. The head's Of the other deer turned to look at us as well, moving slow in unison that sent a chill through me. When faced with danger, people either run or they fight, and every nerve in my body was telling me to run in that moment. But I held my ground, all the same, and stared into the icy blue eyes of that deer. The blue-eyed buck rose onto its hind legs. It did so with relative ease, and as it did, I noticed something. Odd about the body shape its limbs seemed just too long its front legs hung limply in front of it as its eyes remained trained on me its mouth open and it came as a surreal chattering noise it sounded almost like a child on helium uttering complete nonsense and yet that combined with its unblinking glare made me want to shrink back Arlen lowered his rifle and pulled away quickly. Christ! Come on, Mikey! Let's get out of here! He nudged my shoulder. But I didn't budge. I kept my rifle trained on that thing. Babbled madly. Then it took a single step towards me, and I jolted backwards. As I did, I pulled the trigger. Bang!
0: Alright, let's take a slight intermission. Whoa. What did he fucking shoot at? A Dior? Uh, Well, that's what they're calling it, but like, what the fuck is a Dior? I don't know what a Dior is. I've never heard of this legend. Is it a skinwalker? You got a skinwalker coming through your door right now. Yeah, that's just Mr. Buttons I see his paw. (laughs) He's got a gremlin that likes to try to get underneath his door whenever we try to record. And when he gets in here, he likes to destroy and find every nook and cranny that he's not supposed to be in. Yeah. But he's not a Dior. He's a cat. Yeah. If he had if he had antlers, he'd be a jackalope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No one's ever. We should put horns on him. He could be a new animal. A cat deer. Cat, cat deer. Cat Cat deer. Cat deer. <laughs> <Cat Dior. laughs> I just.
0: Can we make him look like a Dior so he's got noodle arms? Yeah. That should be his Halloween costume. Okay. Okay. Let's let's relate it back. A yeah. Little, let's roll a back little back deeper back to the story. Off topic is typical. So. They shot at this thing. With you being a hunter more than me, would you shoot at something like that?
1: I don't know, man. Or would you just be like, fuck out of here. I'm I there. might just get out of there, to be honest. You I don't know, dude. A That's deer that a just stands sure. up and makes a noise like it was making? <laughs> I might be out of there. That Even if it was a big buck. Like, I don't... That's not even a buck
0: at that point. It's standing on its hind legs looking at you chattering and going <laughs> Yeah, not typical deer behavior at no. all. <laughs> well, okay, like, then let's let's would, go deeper than that. I'm running. You're running? I'm running. I'm with Arlen. I'm out of there. So then let's let's talk about your dad's story. Should he have shot at whatever he saw or should he have ran and did what he did?
1: I think he just does what he does. He's think, got a good story. Well, I mean, it, it turned
0: out good for him, for sure.
1: Because it, it just, but, you don't know what you're messing with, man. But. And we might find out later in the story. This is about as far as I read. What if got he like. got
0: a Dior and you could be like, check out this mythical beast that I've slain that was going to kill would, us? That
1: would be pretty cool. Because then you could say you're a mythical beast hunter and you'd, like, have all this. I'm banned before.
0: fucking Helson. All right. That's enough of the hooting and hollering. I want to find out what he shot and what happened, so get back to it, buddy.
1: The bullet hit the creature, dead in the chest. It was a shot that should have blown through its heart and killed it, dead. Any normal deer would be dead, but that thing just continued to stand and chatter. The impact of the shot didn't even phase it or cause it to sway. It remained perfectly upright and took another step towards me eyes still fixated on me there was almost a malignance in it now a condescending mockery in its posture as it took its third swaying step i saw its lip curl back like a snarling dogs and what was behind them was a set of jagged, gnarly teeth that looked more like a dog's than a deer's they jutted out of the gums at odd angles that should have made it impossible it to have ever kept its mouth closed in the first place wet saliva dribbled down its chin and i finally gave it to my fear and pulled back arlen tugged at my arm and i didn't fight him for one second i let him lead me away from those things and together we raced deeper into the woods far behind me i could hear the hellish chattering glowering louder and louder, like mocking laughter. No matter how far we seemed to run, we never quite escaped it. Arlen and I didn't leave the cabin for the rest of the day. We told ourselves we'd just run into some weird, overly aggressive buck and that we'd be fine the next day. I think we both knew we were lying. Even the cabin didn't feel quite safe. We had it for a few days, but we didn't even last one. He'd see me put a goddamn bullet through that fucking deer, and it hadn't even blinked. I'd probably have wounded that thing more if I blew a fucking raspberry on its stomach. As the sky began to darken, the woods felt more and more unfriendly. From the corner of my eye, I kept swearing I saw horns moving against the foliage, and while it was probably just my imagination, I didn't like the idea of waiting to find out for sure. Do you think it might just be best to head home? Arlen asked as we shared supper, a simple pair of TV dinners. Just say we aren't feeling too shit hot. I got the runs or something like that. I picked at my microwave chicken and gave a quiet nod. Yeah, I said quietly. I'm all for it, man. Might just be better if we packed up now. That was all that needed to be said on that matter. We barely even finished our dinners before we got our shit packed and got the hell out of there. Not much of a hunting trip, but considering how little encounter had set the mood, could anyone really blame us for hightailing it out of there? That was easily the smartest thing we could have done at that time. I'd hoped that those strange deer would soon be nothing but a bad memory. Boy, was I wrong. Arlen and I were back in Griffin and ready to get on with another semester. The things we saw in the woods were only a sour memory in our minds, soon to become another cryptic tale we'd share at parties. I, for one, was more happy to move on with my life and hopefully never again need to think about those creatures. My class started in the afternoon and went until fairly late in the evening My first was in the lecture hall. I'd been in before, a plain room with large windows overlooking the campus. Nothing all that spectacular, but it was nice enough. I got into class early, so I found a seat by the window. First day lectures were never the most interesting, but at least I'd have a nice view, right? The University of Georgia has a pretty nice campus, and that window offered a great view of it. When the f- professor came in and started the usual business of semester spiel I only half listened to it and took down a few notes as I watched the comings and goings of people on the campus. It was a decent enough distraction while I worked. It didn't fully outsteal my intention until I saw the shape moving in the distance. I only caught a glimpse of it and it was a little too far away to see clearly but when I glanced into the corner of my eye. I turned my head to double take. Far back, close to the road, I could see something that I could have sworn was a deer standing by one of the buildings. As far as I could tell, no one else but me saw it, and I was sure that it was a goddamn deer, a buck to be precise. And something told me that if it was closer, it would have had cold blue eyes. It stared at me, not in my direction, it was looking at me. From even that distance, I could feel its glare like a physical presence and I felt cold sweat begin to run down my brow. I looked away from it, focusing on the professor and trying to pretend I hadn't seen what I'd just seen. But I couldn't lie to myself. I couldn't deny the truth of it. Even when I finally looked back and saw nothing there, I knew my mind wasn't playing tricks on me. Arlen never made it back from our dorm that night. When I came home from classes, I would have told him everything, but the room was empty. I'd seen his schedule. He should have been back hours ago. Hell, even if he wasn't in, he would have at least told me where he went right. I did a quick walk around the dorm area, looking for him. At that time of night, there weren't many people around. I was well enough known, and yet, I still felt watched. No, more than watched. Stalked. I never found anything any trace of Arlen. Something tells me I never will. Last night, when I got back from my search, I saw a shape through my window. Something tall, standing on its hind legs. Something with antlers and blue eyes that shone in the darkness. And while I couldn't stare at it for too long, before it vanished, it told me everything I needed to know. Our little hunting trip never really ended. No. We're just not the ones doing the hunting anymore. Bang.
0: <laughs> wow. So.
1: Sound the alarms, bro. Whoa. That's creepy.
0: Okay. That's I have, really creepy. I have a really good theory. Like a really good theory. So hear Speak me out. Speak to me, Junior. Hear me out. The deer are actually the people that have been abducted around the one deer. So his little brother got abducted and is part of the posse of deer that just slowly turned their heads and looked at him when it stood up and was just... Ooh. And do you think this, uh, this gentleman is next? I don't know about next. Maybe it's just showing him what it can do. Head of Spectre. Head of Spectre's next. He's seen.
1: Are we next now that we know the story? We haven't seen it. Will we see it? I hope so.
0: <laughs> Not really though. i to die.
1: Do you think maybe it took his brother because he shot at it and then he's like...
0: Oh, oh, and he got pissed? And he took his brother and turned him to Ooh.
1: another one of his little deer posse friends.
0: Because he shot at it? Yeah. Because it was pissed at him? Dude.
1: It showed him its teeth, bro. And it followed them and made noise the whole time back.
0: What if it's like a protector of the land there and they were trespassing on the land?
1: I don't know though, because they say they—they well, hunt fine. there all the
0: time. Well, maybe it's because it tainted the land, or it's now he's tainted with the blood of the land where he shot at the, the creature. That's I don't know.
1: <laughs> this is a crazy legend. I like it. This My was a really twisted. cool
0: story. I'm not a huge fan of the <laughs> scary deer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't really want to see the scary deer, man. Scary deer. That's not something I look forward to ever Spooky seeing. deer. Like I would like talk to ghosts and stuff. But I don't. Well, I don't it's know funny because no it's like monster. it's
0: straight up deer season.
1: So that goes to answer our question: You can't kill it. No, don't kill. Shooting it. it's Run. a bad idea. Run. Run. I think you should do the opposite of shoot that. Run.
0: Run the fuck out of there. So with all that being said, Riley, what are we giving the old verdict on? I'm saying it bumps. Bumpalicious. Bump.
1: Bump. And remember, folks, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Bean. You can say, yo, Alexa, what goes Bumpla night? She'll play us. Uh, amazon music the Facebooks, the facebook the instagram what goes bump in the night
0: find us night crew we love you all
1: very much yeah hopefully once we release this episode we are probably going to be reaching 1600 devils fuck yeah
0: (laughs) we are so grateful we are the best fans i can't believe we've had this many people listen unbelievable our tiny little production is growing up
1: yes let's see if we can reach let's say what do you say 20- 20k <laughs> we definitely want to reach 20k <laughs> but let's try to hit Ooh, let's give our let's give our listeners a task to do
0: um tell your friends for the new year tell your i mean that's
1: not far away so where do we want to be before the new year
0: Twenty two hundred. 22 bands. Let's go. I think that's doable. I think we can. I it, know it's you, a stretch. Oh, okay,
1: but it's not a stretch. Because as us giving you a challenge is also a challenge for us. Because we have to make content to help you guys reach that. So boom. I think we can do it. I think so. I mean, I you guys totally are amazing. Doable. Almost doing like 200, 300 plays a month. Like that's just crazy to us. We I didn't, didn't even, even talk think that, that, that would ever people... be a thing. Again, we love you. All parts of the world, too. 21 countries. Y'all rock. Even if some of you don't understand what we're saying, you rock. From our little studio to your homes, we love you all. And this is What Goes Bump in the Night. I'm
0: Riley Clark. And I'm Trevor Jensen. And remember to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump in the night. Happy Halloween!